Uh, excited and very pleased to say I've just had a text message from the man we all love and respect so much, Dean Lester, to say he's feeling a little better. He's back home for a couple of days and he's happy to come on and have a chat and thank everyone for their immense support. So tomorrow morning at 8.30, uh, we'll have Dean Lester live on Racing Pulse to have a chat about his situation and no doubt uh, the gratitude that he feels um, and the humbling support that he said uh, he has had from everyone in the racing industry. So uh, the best in the business, uh, the man who's built racing uh, in Victoria basically off his own back over the last 20 years and most certainly RSN, Dean Lester, uh, who's going through a really tough time at the moment. We will have a chat with him tomorrow morning at 8.30 on Racing Pulse. Look forward to that. Uh, time now to have a chat to Jason Adams because there's a lot of news and there's never a quiet period in Greyhound Racing. Jace, how are you, mate? Good morning. I'm well, thanks, Michael, and good to be resuming after a bit of a as Stalin, you know what it's like, you sort of uh, get close to coming back and if you're ready to go and the alarm goes off, you think, what's this all about? But uh, good to be back on deck and, and plenty happening too to, uh, to, to resume with. Yeah, it certainly is plenty of happening. We will talk about the Group 1 Pools of Thunder uh, in a moment in New South Wales. But before that, we've got the uh, details revealed for the Launching Pad Series, uh, which is one of the most uh, exciting series we've seen over the last few years. And prize money now... More than $530,000. It's good prize money on offer, and that's been increased by about 70000 from last year's series. So the makeup of that has been the increase in slot fee from $2,000 to $2,500, and that increase via that has been matched by the club as well. So that's where that increase has come from. And the, the actual prize money for the final itself has been untouched it's been added to all the other stages so whether that be heat semi-finals uh consolation series or the, the consolation itself so as we know it's regarded as the the premier series for, for young and, and up-and-coming greyhounds not only here in victoria but across the country and i guess the cool part about it is there's 64 spots on offer of course uh eight dog fields and, and eight heats any registered participant can buy one so you don't have to have a star dog or a dog at all to get involved you can buy a slot um, and I guess racing wide, we know how that the spot process works. So you can get someone to, to represent you and, and work out some sort of deal. So it's an exciting series. Keen to get the details out. And of course, it does come up this March and April. And those slots go on sale Monday. So for all the, the latest information, you can contact the club or, or head to the website at sandangreyhounds.com.au. So how much are those slots worth again? $2,500. So there's 64 of them. Uh, the club here, we're buying one and running a, a qualification series in Sobel Greyhound Racing South Australia. So, yeah, $2,500, and, of course, the, the series is worth over 530000 with the, the final itself worth two hundred and twenty. So, although it is a, um, a cost to buy in, the potential returns are, are significant, and we don't think it's unreasonable, given the amount of prize money on offer across the sport, whether it be feature races or, or normal graded events to, to sort of jam up and if increase you, that spot price if you've, got a, if you've got a pretty promising greyhound, it's certainly going to be money well spent to enter in the launching pads, uh, pad series. Yeah, absolutely. And we've seen some superstars in the past come through it. And uh, as recent as last year, where Wouchie's fast was undefeated through the series, and we know what she's uh, gone on to do over the past 12 months. So it certainly is a series where the, the good ones come through and um, build the foundation for their career going forward. 
Um, we've been discussing a lot over the last 24 hours what a potential reshaping of the spring carnival could look like in regards to the gallops. Now, would that have any ramifications or flow-on effect for the greyhounds? Because you have dovetailed beautifully off the spring carnival this year, especially with a lot of the major races, including the Melbourne Cup. So has there been any discussion about these potential moves from the greyhound administrators? Not officially, probably until that those plans start to firm up. But the way that it was looking at the moment, if the Cox Plate was to move to its desired date, that would be on the same day as what we'd expect the Melbourne Cup to be on this year. So not that anything's been discussed at a higher level officially, but just personally, there's no way that the Melbourne Cup could remain on that day uh, if it's the same day as the Cox Plate. So... I mean, sometimes these sort of things need to happen to trigger some creative thinking, but, I mean, it could be quite difficult because the whole uh, Dream Chasers series, as we saw it towards the end of last year, was that you'd, it's only natural to go from the Top Gun to the shootout, the Melbourne Cup piece into the Melbourne Cup, which, as you say, followed on really well from the, the Melbourne Cup carnival you know, in, in the thoroughbred. So, yeah, if that's a go-ahead, then it's going to take some real robust and um, creative thinking because it's easy enough to say we can just move it but the impact that has on the national calendar and how it all sort of filters into itself is is quite complex so is there room we'll see what happens yeah is there that room because every week we speak there's a a feature greyhound race somewhere around australia there's probably room to move it a little bit later but what you start to run into is if you start to overlap a race like the Hobart 1000, which is on the back of, of the Melbourne Cup Carnival, I'm not sure that's what the sport wants to be doing, overlapping a race like that, which is sort of built for years and years. I think it was, a, uh, it was a, the, the richest race once upon a time, and it's the only Group 1 Tasmania has as a state. So although it wouldn't impact the Melbourne Cup, you wouldn't see dogs avoid the Melbourne Cup, they go to Hobart. I'm not sure that's what the sport wants to be doing for overlapping traditional races and particularly the states that aren't as, as strong and, and wealthy as the, the biggest states on the mainland. Yeah. Um, speaking of Group 1 uh, races and meetings, the Pools of Thunder uh, at Wendy Park this Saturday is uh, absolutely fabulous again. And Amron Boy, uh, is he the one to beat or is he not going as well as what we saw in some of his spectacular wins down here? Well, leading into... Last weekend, we thought he was. He was a, an awesome winner at Sandown and a free-for-all. And, of course, prior to that, was massive in the in the Phoenix. And then on Saturday night, he essentially led his heat of the paws of thunder and he was challenged for the, for the remainder of the race and, and set a time where you'd expect him to go at least six lengths quicker than what he did. So for, for you and I, Michael, to own a dog who ran the time he did, we'd be thrilled that for the standards that he'd set, it wasn't him. And it was actually quite disappointing. So... I did hear Jamie Ennis speak yesterday. He said he's going to get the bloods done. He's going to get him checked. He can't find anything wrong with Ambron Boy himself. So if he's not right, he won't go around. If he is, he will go around. But it was a bit confusing, the, the run he put together. So he's come up with box five, which is not ideal for him. And he is the, the lone Victorian in this race. So in terms of the other big names, French Martini's drawn box number one. She bounced back to form on Saturday night. It was tremendous. She's a Pearl's drawn box number eight. Now, we know with Pearl, she's been a superstar for the whole of 2022, but it's the, her last probably half a dozen runs where she just hasn't timed the start like she was. But 
I did read some quotes from her trainer and Andy Lord yesterday who said he did find a slight issue in her neck following her heat run on, on Saturday night, and he was very bullish. She's going to spear straight to the front. We'll see the best that she's a pearl on Saturday night. So we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed on that point of view, but it's a, a great race and, and really looking forward to it. So this Saturday night at Wentworth Park was a big night. Two other group ones on the card as well with the, the National Derby and also the, the National Futurity. Which way are you leaning? Well, I'd probably have to lean the way of French Martini. I thought she had every opportunity to bounce back to her best on Saturday. She did that. She's come up with a perfect draw this Saturday night. So, I mean, Pearl's got the challenge of crossing seven greyhounds on her inside, and, and we know she hasn't been beginning as well as what she once was. So, if I'm the select one out, I'll be with French Martini, the red. French Martini, the red. Okay. Um, before we get your best of the weekend, uh, there's been a major announcement with the Gap Adoption event this weekend. Uh, I know there's been a lot of work that's been put into this event in Seymour, and uh, it's one of the great, uh, I suppose, success stories of Greyhound Racing over the last uh, 10 or so years is the way the Gap program has exploded and these beautiful greyhounds which are now finding themselves on couches all around Australia. Definitely. It absolutely is the, the pillar of the sport. Let's not uh, mix that around. But there's a big adoption event this weekend at Seymour, which is GAP headquarters. So it runs from Friday Friday to Sunday. There's heaps happening from a, an entertainment point of view. So I'm sure no one listening to RSN needs to be told what beautiful dogs the greyhounds are. But if you're keen to make one a part of the family, make sure you head to the GAP website to find out all the details. You can bring your pet dog along because, uh, as I've read... Uh, how you, the greyhound gets along with the pet dog is, is just as important as we know as, as how you get along with the, the greyhound itself. So for the weekend uh, event this coming, the fees have been waived as well. So there's no fee to adopt the greyhound this weekend. So if you're keen to get along, as I said, head to the GAP website. There's a lot of dogs uh, up for adoption and um, I'm sure anyone you speak to has got one. It's the decision they absolutely don't regret. There's no doubt about that. All right, give us your best for the weekend. Stand down tomorrow night, race eight, number two, Golden Quest. I see she's marked a $2.70 chance via the watchdog. I haven't seen official prices, but I think she'd be hard to beat. So race eight, number two, tomorrow night at Stand Down Golden Quest. Race eight, number two is the best of the weekend. Uh, good on you, mate. We will speak next week. Enjoy the weekend. Will do. Thanks, Michael.